Office Depot Office Max has great deals on everything you need to succeed, like stylish furniture and chairs to keep you working comfortably, the latest tech to keep you organized and productive, calendars and planners to keep you on schedule, and cleaning supplies to keep your space spotless. It's the perfect time to stock up on the supplies you need to succeed from the office to your home and everywhere in between. Need it fast? No problem. Place your order at officedepot.com and pick it up in just 20 minutes at your nearest Office Depot or Office Max store. Are you ready? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! Hey, Ministry, it's myself, the one AJ Anthony Jordan. Double V, the Viceroy, Verisimilitude, me too, Nico Leroux. Okay, guys, it's been a busy week in wrestling. Uh, we will be talking double or nothing. We will be talking the crowd in the WWE, finally. Um, the, the, the pit. <laughs> Was that really teeth that we saw on the ground? Um, Smackdown, age, an increase in superstars and their current situation. Adam Cole to WWE and, yeah, as I said, AEW and a recap Adam Cole of- to AEW, even. What did I say? WWE. Oh, you never know. NXT with one go. One go either way. <laughs> exactly. I know what I'm playing with here. And obviously, we have to recap on Double or Nothing. Yeah. So yeah. we will touch on that as well. And a touch of Dynamite. I'm going to be a tad honest, guys. 24 hours, I caught Double or Nothing, Dynamite, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. It's been a quick one. So there's been a bit of fast forwarding, but. We got, it all in. <laughs> we got it all in because we have to do this. This is this is the dedication that we have for the forty, the forty <laughs> subscribers, and we say this with a smile on our face. Okay? Yeah, we're, we're not hating. We're not diminishing what we do. It's the fact that over a, over a year ago we had four people subscribe to us, and we completely left this thing not through low numbers, just through life. And we came back and in over a month, <laughs> we've, we've hit some numbers. So, guys, thank you guys very much. And keep spreading the word. In short, there is growth. <laughs> and growth <laughs> is good. Indeed, indeed. Shout out to Gordon Gecko, not greed. Growth is good. <laughs> That's the one. Okay. Um, let's let's do this, I suppose, in a chronological... Should we do it chronologically and then come I was going to say, let's save double or nothing for the end. Fair enough. Okay, let's do WWE from the top. Then um, let's start with Raw. And it was a pleasant surprise as Raw opened. And we saw talent. talent. Noise! <laughs> it was noise! <laughs> talent in the building. It just felt like it was... The, the, I like the hockey screens as well. That was actually... Yeah, yeah, much, yeah. I, was like, I needed that. As much as it's like, well, if everyone's been tested, you don't necessarily need to go for that mark. But it made the arena look that bit cooler. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I, I was down. I Bro. was down. For since the start of this empty arena age era, I guess. AEW, who I'm hit and miss with, but there's one thing they got so fundamentally right from the get-go. Noise by ringside and the angle of the camera. Facing the yeah. facing the walk-in. WWE at the beginning still were keeping that old fucking side of the Titan Sean ring angle. Then they were like, oh, actually, seeing people come down to the ring is a good idea because it, it takes focus away from the empty arena. Doi! <laughs> <laughs> so, well done way back then on copying AEW initially. And I mean copying in the best possible sense of the word. 
Why did it take you so long to realise you need a bit of atmosphere? Do you know? WrestleMania I mean, the only been argument been I would put so much better if they had the boys. Especially for Drew's victory stuff like that. I think the only argument I would put is if they were trying to limit the capa- the number of people for safety reasons. Even though AEW were doing it, I know that is a tiny, small bit of defence. Not that it works for me, but that's the only I bit of defence. Everyone was tested. Well, this is the thing. I, I, I know. I just maybe based on, I don't know. I, I'm not even sure if they're in the same state, but I don't know if there were certain regulations that yes, you can do this and it's that, and as leniency has gone through. But either way, I don't care. I, I'm very happy to call it copying. I'm very happy to see the crowd again. Um, and the thing is, WWE in a better position than um, TNA, than AEW. Reason being, you have enhancement talent. So you've got your main rosters, your developmental then your training camp. Like, AEW, when they do it, you recognise the faces. Over here, they look like a genuine crowd with the highest respect to these training camp people. Okay, there was a flash on um, The Rock's Daughter at the beginning of Raw. But it was like, you don't actually recognise anyone, so it means a whole lot more. It just feels like you have a crowd in there without being like, oh my god, what's this one doing there? Why aren't they feuding? You've just got a crowd of genuine, you know, following. But it took forever, but it was well-received. Well received on this. Can I add one thing to what you've just said? And it's it's not a necessarily a rebuttal to something you've just said. It's just there's a question mark I'm raising. Yeah. Is it fair to continue calling NXT developmental? I know that was how it started. Um, I know that's that's I how it's been viewed I mean, in the last few years. But there's a number of reasons I say this. But first, then the utmost biggest one, they won Survivor Series. So like, are we, we all forgetting here this? We go. So my, my argument why I will still call it developmental is um, for a few reasons. One, the, the victory at Survivor Series is because of the TV deal. And obviously a TV deal means you're not necessarily developmental as you were before. I still maintain it for developmental because if you have new talent from the performance centre, you are then going to go to 205 or a NXT, be it NXT UK or the NXT that's there. It then leads to, um, which we'll be touching on later, a main show debut. For instance, um, oh, screw it, I'll touch it now. Matt Riddle's going to SmackDown. You know, that, it, it's, it, it's not like an AJ Styles has been traded from Raw to SmackDown. It's, they're being moved up from. They're not seen directly as a WWE product as yet. They are, it's are meant to be done. It's meant to be WWE and NXT. They are still that separate brand. Um, if you think of it, on a take Backlash. Backlash is coming. There isn't an NXT match. Okay, Charlotte might defend the NXT title there, but she's essentially a Raw superstar with an NXT title. So to that degree... Yeah, I, at this stage, she's an everything superstar. Well, yeah, thankfully she wasn't on SmackDown this week, but there was enough pumping of her there. But um, no, but that's the point I was touching. I, I, I get what you're saying. I fully agree. But you will see a lesser known face there with a no history. And I don't think they're willing to take as much of a gamble um, but by taking someone from the performance center and putting them straight onto the Raw. You know, even an Austin Theory, for all the talents he has, has to do a stint in NXT, catch someone's eye and then go there. I don't think you'll ever get anyone from from performance direct. That's my thing. Don't get me wrong. It's less developmental. Uh, it's a, but it's still the sub one to a degree because, I, you know, if you've got the likes of Gargano, Champa, well, Dream started off and developed there, but Cole, you take those three guys, you take Fatchy. You take Lee. Keith Lee, but again, Keith Lee was developed, you know, they, they built up on him from there. So it, this is, this is a side, they are 
supreme talents. By the time they come out of the performance center, they've got enough to make you be like, whoa, you are, you know? But there's that side of, if you come from Impact or something and we're not too sure and we want to get you used to our rings, we'll put you in NXT first, then you get called up. Take Chelsea Green, for instance, you know? And that's why I still call it developmental. I'm fully aware. And the fact is, Triple H has that stronghold on that where the other shows are Vince's products. So it is that side of, let me work with it. It's got a different reign and feel to it. I, I, get I, what you're agree. I, I agree with everything you've just said. It was just a question mark. No, but no, I no, have I, to say, more and more and more, I'm of the opinion that it's less and less developmental and more and more third brand. But do you know, yeah, don't get me wrong. There's third brand and there's some of the strongest brand. So it's like, and I, part of me right here would agree you, with that. Because you know what I think it is as well? You're not WWE at that point. You're NXT. And this is why I'll say the strong point. You're allowed to be more adventurous. You can still use there, I quote, the indie side of where you've had talents from all around the world and touched upon it and do it. You know, take a Kushida with his amazing Japanese skills, the lucha side. That's what you get from there. Whereas when you're WWE, you're more tame, you're quieter. And I think that's why you got the likes of Gargano who want to stay on NXT because they've got that tad more freedom. Oh, I'm, I'm using a dirty name here as far as Vince is concerned, but Gargano has legit got the potential to be the company's next Benoit. And I mean that in everything that was good about Benoit. I don't mean the dark side of Benoit. I mean everything use, that was just, good. Just, just use the special guest referee from this Wednesday and say that that's cut angle. Of... <laughs> I think, yeah. I get a tad more respect, but no, he, he, he's a... He's I don't a... mean the next Benoit like he's about to go and off his beautiful wife. I mean the sense that yeah, yeah, he I know. He is that level of technical. But do you know where I would say he's better than Benoit? He has mic skills for days. He has- you will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet body. Fun workouts and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. Has that superstar quality. Benoit lacked that. Benoit was a ring technician like none other. Yeah. But the mic skill, that charisma, Johnny Gargano, and face or heel, he has delivered on that. Can I say? Face or heel, he has delivered on that. So, yeah. He's, I do prefer Johnny as a face. I'm not going to lie. I'm not saying no. I'm not saying no, but he still pulls it off as a heel. He does. You, like, it hurts you. Like a it hurts fucking you. annoying mosquito as a heel, if you see what I mean. I know, but it's not. Like, Sami Zayn was more of the annoying mosquito than Johnny. Johnny's got a potential dark side. But anyway. I have never got on the Sami Zayn bandwagon, mate. I just don't see what the world sees. I don't get it. Go, go back to some old school NXTs. Again, with your boy Nakamura. He's put on some matches. He, he can perform. He's not been my top guy. Um, I remember seeing Sami Zayn debut and I was like, okay. I remember seeing Kevin Owens debut and being like, whoa. That was the difference between the two. You know, I'm Again, not knocking Sami by any means, but when it came to NXT call-ups, I was like, I'm kind of more of a Kevin Owens guy. <laughs> Mate, you'd be crazy not to be. Um, but yeah, look, look, getting back to the crux yeah. of this story, it was just a little tangent I wanted to go on, but I'm really glad that we've now got some noise. And it actually, do you know what? It gets me even more excited for In Your House and for Backlash. It does. It's just certain things that you just get a woo when it are. And let's be honest, if I'm not mistaken, the opening match, Memorial Day, a new US champ is crowned in Apollo. And you get that you crowd go. cheering behind him. That it just it the world gives you difference. Difference. 
gives you something. And don't get me wrong, there were some promos, it was awesome. You get um, depth in it by not having a crowd. But there are others, it's like, take some of Seth's promos this week, and it's like, to be able to tell the crowd, shut up. (laughs) It just, it gives you that. It felt good again. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. Speaking of good, can we talk about this cage match, please? Yes, we can indeed. We can indeed. Oh, can I just say, last bit of Raw. I think I've realised, I mean, as much as I said last week, it was Slammiversary 2016 all over again. Do you know where WWE went wrong all those years ago? What's that? They booked Bobby Hill as a, Bobby Lashley as a face and Drew McIntyre as a heel. Do you realise you, you come to 2020, you swap them around, you've got good TV. Yeah. <laughs> right. It does okay. make me sad that they're building Bobby up just to have him squashed, though. That annoys It really hurts because he, he's, he's on a roll at the moment. That's really caught my eye. MVP, the way they spoke to the Prophet. I don't want to go back into that because now we're into bowling. I thought they were going to be like, back, no, back, no, 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 no. We're not doing it. We've done it two no, weeks. No, no, now. no. We've I'm done basketball. We've done axe throwing. I'm not. No. No, no, no. I know. I'm, I'm just done with it. But hopefully, backlash will be the end of this shit, honestly. Maybe these two will actually get in the ring as wrestlers and, oh, I don't know, wrestle? But it was a bit, I, again, I don't want to touch on it too much. It was like, we're 2-1, but it was like, well, when we had a wrestling match, we beat you. So essentially, we're 2-2. This is the rubber. But it was like, no, let's just stretch it out a bit more. And obviously, they're just buying into backlash. The only thing more stretched out than this is the bloody Bailey sasha when's it going to happen feud. Hey, we will touch on Sasha when we got to SmackDown, but my we will. God, oh, <laughs> mama. Okay, excuse me. She's unreal, mate. Back in the room, back in the room. So we, we've moved from Monday to Wednesday now, and we're keeping it WWE Wednesday, and we're at NXT. Um, Drake Maverick made it to the final, controversial fashion. Your guy. <laughs> <laughs> controversial fashion. He was, he was told he had three matches, he's done the fourth, and he's going in for a fifth, like. Keep going, Drake. He's in the final, isn't he? Yeah, he's there. He's there. Can I tell you, now that Kushida's out, I actually (laughs) actually think he might do it. So there is a rumour going around, and it's going to touch on to the cage match. There is a list of people that WWE apparently want to rehire. And I do have a feeling Drake Maverick has won the hearts of the millions, of the masses. And Kurt Angle seems like he was another one who will be a producer in the back. I mean, clearly. Because he, he's had the referee match, and then he came on to SmackDown to make the announcement. And Which he, I hated. He said, I hated that. I would have preferred a surprise. I would have preferred a surprise. Not a surprise. No. Mr. Bro has earned his stripes to be able to deliver his own I'm coming message. You didn't need a legend to push him over. No, but it, do you know what it is? There's two sides, because this is the other side of the developmental versus mainstream. You know Raw, you know... SmackDown, you don't necessarily know the NXT guys. So to have this endorsement of I witnessed his last match, I'm a SmackDown legend. It's it's a nice touch. For, for people who watch NXT, they're all over him. But I, don't get me wrong, a vignette package would have easily done it and I'd have been all over it as well. I, I agree with you. But yes, yeah, so my, my main takeaways from NXT was the campaign <laughs> still goes. Win, Drake, win. Win, Spard, win. Drake, Maverick for champ. We've got it all. I, it was an interesting victory because I was like, even if it was a pin without seeing the tap, is it not technically the guy who was applying the hold or would it not make that a draw? But I love it. I love the way they went with it with Kushida being yeah. like, you won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just win. You yeah. need a bit of controversy now and then. It makes for engaging TV because yeah. it raises discussions of was it, wasn't it? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Like, it's... I was a bit like... Oh, I'm not going to lie. What made the NWO so freaking popular? It, w- it wasn't just the fact that they had brilliant wrestlers in their stable, top to bottom, other than that twat Vince. 
But uh, and I don't mean McMahon. I mean Vince Vince. Russo. Vincent. Oh, yeah, Vincent. It's really funny, you know, yeah, Vincent, um, yeah, Virgil, as WWF fans will know him as. In WWF, he was like the million dollar man slave, broke free, loved him. Uh, he's the one person on social media I've unfollowed in the wrestling world because he is that much of a twat. He is a twat, mate. Even, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I can't stand the guy, but <laughs> NWO became big because of the controversy. You know, yeah. Hogan shouldn't be champ, but we made him champ for a year. <laughs> Over a year. Whole- Controversial of these this WWE faction taking over WWE. We just had the world like <gasps> it knew how to catch it. And Bischoff released a book. Controversy creates cash. It it's as real as it is. Yeah. It's as real as it is. Controversy so. sells. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. better than I ever could. It creates <laughs> cash. And having something like this with a guy like Drake, I think is nothing but good. Love it. I love it. Um you could do a really fun spin on this, make him win, and then he goes full heel with the thing. Love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that should be really cool. And it's like, well, I've done it and I didn't need any of you. It was my own tough grit. And it'd be like, you little shit. I- I've been campaigning for you since you brought that There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Now you've got the makings of a great heel. WWE, yeah. call us. Ministry of Wrestling, we got you. <laughs> we do indeed. We do indeed. But um, back on point, yeah. this cage match. Holy exactly. shit. It was... You know, again, it's one of the first. And what I'd like to see, actually, is for this to be kept as an NXT product. Um, we've seen Lions Den, yeah, yeah. We've seen Lions Den matches. We've seen the Heart Dungeon matches. We've seen all stuff where it gets into a bit of a, I, a dare I say, MMA, a bit more. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the combat, yeah. You know, it's all of that. And this one, just from the from the bell, the way Riddle <laughs> made that entrance, uh, you just they just went at it straight away. And then there was that. I want to call it the disaster kick because it reminded me of Cody's disaster kick. But shit, was it me? I remember going, I saw Thatcher get up and I went, is is that blood? (laughs) Is that blood? And then I see a man move over and pick up two teeth. I spit them out. But my, I, I believe, and again, because I haven't watched the most NXT, I could be wrong, but I remember looking at Thatcher's promo just before and I was like, Ooh, he's got a chip tooth. By the time he won the match, I was like, it looks like the same layout. Not saying that those were necessarily those teeth that got knocked out, but I do kind of think they led us down that the, the, the rabbit hole with that one. I do believe Bro, it could have been a f- And so what? No, no, no. I'm, this is where I'm coming from. Let I'm me break, going, make, make it down. But P- P- there's this argument raging on social media and everyone's got an opinion on this. Like, was it real teeth? Was it was it uh, was it a cell? Were they working us? It doesn't matter to quote the great one. The reality is, is that we got on network television a man bleeding from his mouth, missing teeth. Real or not, I don't care. That was brilliant. That is the sort of edge, the sort of holy shit moment that has been missing from WWE for so long. The last time I saw something even come close to that was Brock taking the gloves off at Mania and opening Roman up, which was oh so wonderful at the time. I'm a bigger Roman fan now than I was then, to be fair. But these these holy shit moments, these moments that have... The fact that everyone's arguing about this says it all. The fact that there's a buzz about this. The fact that these two men put on one of the greatest matches that I have seen in... You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet body, fun workouts, and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, 
You will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B O D I.com. Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go! Let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. We're Body, and we call that a body block. Take the fourth week off, and then start again. Choose a new body block each month. Have fun. Avoid burnout. Reach your goals. But you're not going to quit on yourself today. You win? Start a body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I.com. Recent time and absolutely left everything in the ring. Blood, literally blood, sweat and tears. The fact that they made this cage structure their own. The fact that they did some moves on it that made me go, oh my God, he's trying to murder him. You know, I don't care if it was a sell. The whole industry of wrestling is a sell. Sell to me. Let me be a fool. Sell to me all day long. It, it was it was a barn burner. It was it was it was a good one. I had the kind of issue. That's bro. You've completely oh. frozen there. Make a big bro. You frozen there. Start again. I have an issue. Hello. Am I good? Good? You're good, you're good, but start cool. again. I have an yeah, issue. Yeah, no, I'm going to start there. I have a slight issue with the usage of Kurt Angle. That was my one down, because it was like, you've got the, the Hall of Famer making this grand return. Essentially nothing. He didn't even have to, like, you know, break a hold a la Ken Shamrock during the Bret Hart versus Steve Austin. Give me a bit of grit. Like, you've just brought Kurt freaking Angle back, for God's sakes. But in terms yeah. of showing the talent for who the hell they were, these guys put on a freaking match. They, they, they went in hard. They went in solid. Um... You had those punches coming out of nowhere, kicks coming out of nowhere, some holds that were worthy. The usage of the cage was insane. Insane. Absolutely absolutely insane. Matt had a nice dive off of the top. Yeah. I was expecting more of a throw off the top, but that's just me being an evil bastard because I wouldn't take a bump off the top myself. So shut no, up. God, <laughs> that's a long way down and you're landing onto plywood. That shit would hurt. It would you can trip in the street and it hurts. That's yeah. a fall. Yeah, indeed, indeed. But my God, did I watch it. Um, I, the finish, what was your thoughts on the finish? Can I be real? Ooh. I don't remember what the finish was. I was so fixated on the teeth. <laughs> So the finish was Riddles knocked his head into like one of the pipes, if you would, as opposed to the cage. And then he he, he does the splash into two corners. I thought he was going to go four. Again, just me being weird. And he, he does this back body drop, right? He sits up, Thatcher catches him and puts him in the chicken wing and or whatever hold it was, rear naked deathlock, whichever one, apologies. I can't remember which one directly. And that was the match. He, he's knocked out cold. And I was like, I get it, but I would have preferred it maybe if he just knocked off the pole and then was in that hole. Because it's like you had the strength. I get it, it might have been your last bout of strength. And then it was just... Riddle Swan song to me was he he left NXT unconscious. <laughs> Which is a, it's a good story. It's built Thatcher beyond. And that's yeah, R- Riddle Thatcher. did Thatcher an absolute solid in this yeah, match. It's, it's the biggest solid you can do because you know there's no, there's no comeback. There is no comeback because he's going to be NXT as a um, SmackDown as the next week. So it's like, you know what? For me to be able to advertise to the world, like, Riddle is over as fuck. He's over. All I have to say to this, Vince, don't ruin this. I don't. He's going to ruin it. He will ruin it. He's going to legit do to Matt Riddle what he's done to Shayna Baszler. It's going to happen. 
Um, Don't! I'm begging you! You've got a guy who, to quote my brilliant co-host, Mr. The One, AJ Anthony Jordan, he is over as fuck! Yeah. Don't throw it out! It, it, I don't know if you can, because Shayna had this image that we all loved, right? But we knew she kind of still had the heat. We knew to kind of boo her and stuff like that, but we loved when she won. Let me ask you this. Are you still afraid of Shayna as you were a month and a half ago? Uh, do you know the sad thing is? Yeah. I, there were some losses out there, but I think she still has that don't fuck with Shayna Baszler. They just, you, you just end up going like, really? But you, you still know how dangerous Shayna is. The thing about Matt Riddle is Matt Riddle has, and this is why I was quite shocked at WWE, Matt Riddle has a Twitter account and he knows how to use it well. <laughs> okay. well, 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 and I was like, don't, Vince, you know who you're bringing up here because he he will get the support when he needs it, like that. Get at me, bro, and that will be it. They they will know, they will know. Um, he's, mate, he's a former pro fighter. These boys no, 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 know yeah. how to throw heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, I, he's, I, you've heard me say this on on air and off air numerous times. I appreciate that Paul Heyman is a fantastic mouthpiece and that. And I understand that Brock wants him around because why wouldn't you? Mate, listen to some of Brock's UFC promos. The guy has skills. Yeah. Why it's it, never been unleashed, I don't know. I appreciate it. Sometimes he goes a bit on the R-rated side. That, that I think, is his key. He mate. has got such mic skills. Like, And when he was doing it in the UFC and you knew that what he was about to do, no disrespect, but he was actually about to go and open another man up for real, destroy a man, which he did. He let it, He got beaten eventually by Velasquez, but he left a path of destruction in his wake. I tell you what. Yeah. 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 These 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 former fighter boys know how to throw heat. I mean, Riddle. I mean, even if you take away that side, he, just the NXT following is huge, and he they will follow. And if he is treated wrong, WWE will know about it very very quickly because what will happen and you'll get it now in a sense that people will just tweet their displeasure let smackdown go live <laughs> yeah let a real crowd come through you will know how they want the bro to be treated i guarantee you i, I guarantee you i understand i understand that nakamura has been treated bad I, you know even to a degree sammy zane shit Paul dallas got buried from transition Nakamura bad would be an improvement on what's happened to Nakamura. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, this one, I personally do not, I, I, I cannot picture a burial. And to be fair, let's take a Drew McIntyre who was red hot on NXT, right? It took a while. Now he's Raw champ, right? Give it time. That is one thing I will tell people. If, if, sometimes on a call up, they know what they're doing. And give it time. Give it time. That's my personal opinion. On so that one. just one last thing on Matt Riddle, because he technically did he hold the TV title in NXT? The North American. The North American, thank you. <laughs> um no. And he certainly didn't hold the world title. Just a tag title. So that makes me think when you bring him into SmackDown, right or wrong, where do you treat him to? Is he intercontinental well, level? I would go IC. Above that? I will go IC. And I'm, you're going to hate it because of what it is. But do you know who I think his ultimate first opponent is? AJ. Nakamura. Oh, cunt off. Bro, but picture the match. Irrelevant of Nakamura eating another L. Picture the match. 
I can't, mate. I can't handle this shit. I can't handle this consistent burial of Nakamura. I'm over it. it it's gonna. I, I believe that would be the guy. Honestly, I believe that would be the guy. Though. I'd like to see him and Daniel Bryan go at it. Well, we've still got Bryan in the tournament. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, I know, but this is what I'm saying. I mean, essentially, this is the problem that we've got. There's that. Um, Longevity-wise. But to be fair, actually, that transitioned perfectly. Let's get to it now. I was going to say, there's there's not much more to go. Uh, What an opening. What an opening to SmackDown. Weird. And do you know the best bit I love about it was... (laughs) It was about the third time they showed the car. I was like, in this pandemic, Vince is being very cautious with the cash because it wasn't a damaged car. It was just a car on a curb with a raised bonnet. There was no damage whatsoever. And it's like, oh my God, Elias has been run over. Then it was like... The so guy, he would have had to have got out the car in that case or no, been thrown from the car, I which believe he, he was clearly crossing. wasn't. The story was meant to be that he was crossing, getting in. This is what I believe it to be. Oh God. Okay, so he's, he's been... On. He's been knocked down by a supposed drunk Jeff Hardy, which I'm sure we'll soon later on reveal to be Seamus, who has done something because... Obviously. And can I also hit on something else that's happened? I mean, let, let's, let's just touch on this. So you, 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 we, we've got this small house, in it. it looks like in your house, 3D, if you would, because we've got this small village that seems to be owned by WWE, essentially, because you've got Elias on the floor somewhere with an ambulance. You've got the police on site as well, who open the car and go, Jeff Hardy? <laughs> Which make us think, where's Jeff? Then it was a guy in black who's been seen running away. We then have a cutaway to Braun Strowman, who perfect usage of our universal champion this week. I don't know why I came to work. Well, why are you at work? Because we haven't seen you after that. (laughs) Then you cut over to the police running over to a man in black. And it happens to be Jeff Hardy. And it's like, he smells of the alcohol that we found in the car. Boy, exactly. And again, can I tell you? If this was, if I was Simon Miller and we were doing an episode of What Culture WWE's Ups and Downs, this gets a hard down. It was, do you know what I don't like? Dude, 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 it wasn't just this opening where, as you perfectly highlighted, no damaged car. Um, and, ooh, drunk Jeff. God, yes, let's let's really do this unsavory storyline. Let's, let's again. do again. again. It's like, let's recycle unsavory storylines, you know? It's not, we're not doing enough of the fat shaming with Otis. We've now got to do drunk Jeff and, you know, Jeff has demons. Like, we've done it. Fine. Why? I, the, the thing that annoyed me the most wasn't even this weak-ass bloody intro. The Battle Royal. The biggest pile of nonsensical bullshit. Not, not that the match itself I did not like. But the build-up to the match, just like all these guys who have already been eliminated, and it's like, ah, I want another shot. Um, <laughs> well, the story-wise, it made me laugh enough because you have it, and it, it makes sense. But Asia's like, but the two guys asking for a match lost. Dolph Ziggler, I don't know if you, I mean you're you're a newer fan than I am, but Dolph Ziggler with the line of "You can't make matches, you're not Jack Tunney," made me crack up. Now, for anyone who was wondering who Jack Tunney is, when it was. Vince was just a commentator. You had the president of the WWF, Jack Tully, and he would come out and hate these matches. It was a classic line to Golden Wrestling. But apart from that, it was like, guys, I kind of see where this is going. <laughs> I kind of see where this is going. Um, they, they went with, what I liked is they kind of played with all of the elements of, well, let's make it a triple threat match because he doesn't want to fight. We do. And they smacked it down on the, all of the obvious ones. Then it led to the, well, it's obvious there's 10 guys around here. We're going to get a battle royal. 
Um, I, I didn't have the biggest problem with it. I just found it very stupid, right? And there's a little giveaway coming after. It's very stupid that one man can be like, I'm not going to compete, and then the other one has to instantly have a match there and then. And now, we're now touching on the problem. If you that. look at how the, you know, the, 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 the table, the graphics they had of this match and this match, winner goes on, blah, 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 you go quarterfinal, semifinal, final, right? So everything that happened on the left side of the table, ah, well, uh, that, that goes out the window, battle royal. AJ, the golden boy, ah, well, no, he doesn't have to fight. He gets it. Do you see why I say people drink the Kool-Aid? No, but this I, is another yeah. fucking instance of everyone else, they have to fight. But AJ, no, 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 no. We can't have him losing. But, it's like, do, do you know, all I the people who lost on AJ's side, no, 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 they're out. Battle royal on this side, yeah, with Sheamus who lost with the lies. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck off. Well, to be fair, Nakamura also had another shot. But you know what I thought? Why? Was Why? Why? Why are we doing this? But you know what I thought was more stupid? Was Daniel, Daniel Bryan was already qualified. Why is he fighting? But this was the thing. This is where I thought he was just being an absolute twerk. Well, I'm ready to compete. Well, just give us AJ the final said, say. You're an idiot. And AJ, just, I hate the guy, but I agree. He's an idiot. Just give us the final. That's what you had to do. I thought we were getting a speed ticket. I thought it was a speed Why ticket the to the final. Why are we giving Sheamus another shot? Why? He's lost. But do you realise what they're doing? They really, if you read the in between the lines correctly, you've got next week is this, and then the week are, and then it's two weeks after that is the main event. So essentially, the Jeff Hardy interference means the winner of those two will face Jeff, which will then lead. To, it was just like, huh? Well, listen. Let, aside from this battle royal stupidity, I don't want to dwell on SmackDown. I want to focus on the fact that AJ Styles is officially on SmackDown. Well, the thing is, they mentioned that last week. The only side that is still to be confirmed... No, it was. It was the, the situation that was left was, who is he being traded for? And my argument was, that was the whole thing, is like, the, the, the superstar to be confirmed. And I was like, well, Apollo left SmackDown and came to Raw without any form of a trade. Was that not separate? And then it's like, they've not touched it this week, and it was like, well, where are you I going? don't believe it's a trade. I believe it's just, he's gone to SmackDown. No, it was a trade. That's the whole thing. That was the, he's over, to, that was what last week was. It's he has moved over to SmackDown, but he's, who he was traded for is TBC. That was the main. That I think is unimportant. What I, th- I mean, I, I also find, fundamentally boring because it's essentially just another another example of wwe breaking their own rules it's like he can do this but he can't do that they can trade we can't swap but they can swap and there's a limited amount of times you can appear on another show and i'm over trying to follow their logic because there is none so i'm well, just gonna I focus get, on the fact that sense. a very right. very big superstar love him or hate him has moved from one brand to another yeah, and why well, so there's two things that came out about this. One from good old Uncle Dave Meltzer on the Wrestling Observer news, uh, news podcast, whatever. And one from Corey Graves after the Bell podcast, which AJ was talking about himself directly. So what, according to Dave, that part is, is that AJ is essentially fundamentally hurt by the OC breakup, by the fact that Gallows and Anderson have gone, which I can believe. Yeah, that, so I, I think he's he was quoted post Mania where he did say he felt like he let them down, like he was their essential quote unquote big brother and he couldn't do anything to save them. That was his direct word. Yeah, and then what he said on the Corey Graves podcast is that um, he essentially he said, I need a fresh start. And if you put the two stories together from Dave and from Corey's podcast, it makes perfect sense. Say, it yeah, makes perfect sense. I'm and I hurt think because of this, I need a fresh start. And but I think. Go back story, to the house that AJ Styles build. 
I think storyline telling as well. There was that whole OC thing going on. They could have carried it on. Even he came back with an OC t-shirt on when he came back. But I think it, that fresh start just meant forget everything that happened there. That was there. It's done and dusted. And I think it is a perfect fresh start in terms of utilisation. And I don't think there was any use for him, to be fair, unless he was going to no. be feuding in Apollo. And then, then, to be fair, he's done everything there. So this fresh start is perfect because the IC title is everything left. The IC title is the only thing left. And I have to say, um, really sorry to Edge and Randy Orton, but hopefully Daniel Bryan does beat Sheamus again next week. And then at Backlash, we actually have AJ versus Daniel Bryan. And again, sorry, Edge and Randy Orton, but that would be the greatest wrestling match. Oh, there's that. And I've got another sorry to WWE fans and everyone out there, and mainly to Sheamus. When he was like, um, if I win this... Um, IC title, I have got the, um, what is it he said? I have got the, I will become the first ultimate Grand Slam champ. Sorry, dude. Edge. Yeah. Edge, check your records. He's done Royal Rumble. He's done King of the Ring. He's done Money in the Bank. He's done Raw title. He's done SmackDown title. And put that down to um, tag titles. And he's been US champ and IC champ. But wait, AJ, are you insinuating that WWE are not up to date with their own history? That oh, would be unheard of. They've done this and had to correct it so many times. I remember one time... <laughs> Asuka! Well, it was Asuka, there was that one. Which they've now I like the one with Asuka, actually, because Charlotte was like, I am the standard. And Asuka just came out with the title dance, and I was like, shut up. <laughs> was like, oh, Roman, Roman was just cocksucking. Sorry, there's that awful word Um But yeah, they, I remember once they'd done a, this is the first couple to hold both titles and everyone was like, well, what about Triple H and Steph? And they were like, apart from, it was like, yeah, okay. What about Hardy and Lita? <laughs> there you go. There were so many different, but I think it was main title, not tag title and something. But okay. either way, that could, yeah. Really? But, you know. This is what I'm saying. I refuse to follow their logic. I refuse to buy into who they deem to be Grand Slam champs as far as being mentioned on TV is concerned because they don't stick to their own fucking history. Like, they, I can't help them. I cannot get on a wrestling podcast and fully condone them when they do stupid shit like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so, I go back to it. If we do get Daniel Bryan versus AJ, that has got Match of the Night written all over it. So... I'm going to piss you off because... Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, so the, the part that we have an issue with is that if they do go down the AJ Brand, Daniel Bryan victory, I have a very 95% view that AJ will be the one taking the title. Of course. Going for his Grand Slam Kool-Aid. touch. Kool-Aid. Um, He's a talent, bro, and he he, he drew. No, he is a talent, no doubt, no I doubt. But draw. I don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Dude, yeah. while he was champion, I, I, the, the Nakamura SmackDown got. stagnated. Um, but I, I will say, if you go back just before him and Ambrose did build that freaking situation, um, that that company, um, that brand of the company, should I say? I get it. I, I agree with you. There was a stagnant, and I the, the during this tournament bracket, I just I, I think I would have preferred to have not seen. They could have both been in the tournament. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet body, fun workouts, and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. 
Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet body. Fun workouts and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. But not see them meet each other just for that further burial of Nakamura. And this is me, as, as people will be like, I don't get it, but I, it's my personal view. I'm not the, but you know, I don't wave that flag for Nakamura. I appreciate his talent, but he's never been that guy for me. I well, there's nothing to, to wave. When you're being eliminated by Shorty G, that says it all. Bro, that, I mean, it led to the match. It was him and the, the, the artist crew. I get where they were going with that. But, I mean, long story short, I just feel like he, 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 he they could have treated him a lot better there. Um, yeah, that time round, for sure, for sure. So we are talking about um, great investment match ever, and I believe that concludes everything we are talking WWE, and we are now going to move on to AEW. And talking and moving from WWE to AEW, there are strong rumours and beliefs out there that the current current not former not mistreated by any means nope. current nxt star the leader of the undisputed era adam cole baby will move to aew i don't want it i do not want it by any means i actually don't even see it i'll tell you why people see it okay yeah because his wife's there yeah, there's that. And there's also the fact that once upon a time, there was this faction called the Bullet Club. In the Bullet Club was a man called Adam Cole. When the Bullet Club was cool, when I first saw them, I remember seeing Adam Cole, like, I like this guy. So now you've got Kenny, you've got the Bucks, you've got Cody, the Elite, who are no longer the, 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 the kicked out members of the Bullet Club. It's like, well, it's only right. You know, it's only him and Marty Skull that are missing. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> from the former Bullet Club that was reigning the territory so much. And I believe that's the only unfound, the only belief people have out there. It's going to be like the Bullet Club it's reunion. It's not even a belief, that. mate. It's a fucking desire for this, you know, bygone club that is no more. I mean, and his wife is obviously stirring the pot because his contract's up in July. He hasn't given any indication that he's going to sign a new one yet. His wife's over. Over at AW, she's now stirring the pot, saying we'll all be one big family again in the summer, hopefully. So I haven't seen that part, but I, okay. She basically I mean, came I, on and said, "We're all a big family here, and we're just missing one member, and we'll all be reunited one day, hopefully in the summer." So it's pot stirring to the highest degree. I know, do I, not I, believe for a moment in a word of it. I think sure. Adam Cole is being a very smart man. Thank He's you negotiating his position he's negotiating his position he's reinforcing the fact that hey if i dangle this little carrot that i may leave how bad how and, it, and then i turn around to my employees and say jump how high are you gonna jump for me he's testing the waters to see what he can renegotiate it's a freaking it's a contract negotiation technique as old as time for christ's sake and this isn't even in wrestling it's in anything look at in the professional life. footballers Fucking yeah, look at all of the top paid guys in the Premier League, the Mesut Ozil's, the Alexis Sanchez's, the Harry Kane's. They all, all of them 
We're not like, oh, I'll sign on the dotted line straight away. It's like, no, I'm going to dangle the threat that I might leave. And then how much are you going to pay me? Oh, you wanted, oh, I'd like 300 grand a week. Okay, here's 300 grand a week. Now I will sign. It's like, motherfucker. It's Let's, let's get Come one off. thing straight. Let's get one thing straight, yeah? It's the most basic argument going. Drew Gulak was able to renegotiate with WWE. Bang. If they're going to fight for... If they're going to... <laughs> If they're going to fight, this is the highest respect to Drew Gulak. If you are going to fight to keep Drew Gulak in the WWE, what the hell will you do for Adam Cole? Who, let's be honest, they have made Undisputed Era the absolute cornerstone of NXT. Okay? He has held that he was the first to start the expedition of gold or whatever the the quest was and the prophecy was for, for Undisputed Era. He's the last one holding a title. He's, He's not been mistreated the only by anyone who could have beaten the Velveteen Dream and not pissed off the whole world. Thank you. And furthermore, what does he do if he signs to AEW in a world where you've got Le Champion, Mr. Brody Lee, um, John Moxley, Kenny Omega, all of these guys floating around there? You can either get lost in the shuffle or continue to reign supreme and still go on to Raw SmackDown if you wish, if you feel you need more competition. Yeah, go, 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 go there, go there, Adam. I, I, I see it already. I see it. I, I see it already. Let me play one game with you. Just not that I believe for a moment this is happening. Play, play. In a world where this does happen, who do you see stepping in to helm Undisputed Era? So I've got Prince, one guy in mind. As in taking over and being a fourth, or which who becomes the leader of the, the leader. Undisputed Era? Strong. Sammy Zayn. No. No. Behave. <laughs> Behave. Behave. <laughs> no. That, that, that element of... And this is with the highest respect ever to Sammy Zayn. There is, a, there is a certain level of cool that comes out of Undisputed Era. And it would just be so lost with Sammy Zayn in the shuffle. It's, I, I, you know why I'm saying that? It's not because I like it. I stated earlier in the show, I'm not the biggest Sami Zayn fan. It's the sort of dumb shit they would do. If, if, okay, so if we're talking about someone joining to take over, the, the natural progression would be Gargano. Oh, now see, that I'd fucking hate. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, okay. now you are speaking my language. <laughs> right. Now you have the product that it would be like, okay, well, we lost one. But don't worry, kids, we got you. Here's his equal. It's there. It's there. That, and that, that gives him a reason to stay in NXT. Now you are speaking my language, though. <laughs> but they're not going to do that. No, because, you know what? He ain't going to leave. I'm not fucking in it. Shout out to Jordan Belfort. It's cemented he's not going. I mean, there was a point that I think yeah, New Day. Never. Your no, 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 no. Yeah, true. There were two people who have said, who have categorically, categorically gone out and defended each other. And they are the New Day and the End Spirit Era. New Day were like, we don't want to split. You split us. We're not interested anymore. And Undisputed Era were the same. They wanted to bring up Cole and leave the rest. And Cole was like, I'm not leaving without my boys. And it, it's that kind of relationship that's going on right now. Um, I don't see him doing that kind of stance and then be like, okay, guys, well. Best of luck. <laughs> I'm off to AEW. It, but yeah. 
Nah, he, he's Adam there. Adam Cole's not Michael Cole's son, is he? No relation at all. No relation at all. And to be fair, he's uh, online. I'm just on the um, got WWE's Twitter. Yeah, I always have it open when we record, just in case any breaking news comes out. We're here right away to report it. Some knob jockeys just said has just said something about them being related. I think it's because you've got two guys with the side in Cole in the same company. No, no, I figured that much, AJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just saying this. But let's be honest, in a WWE world where Jason Jordan, who I saw on the SmackDown bit, that was nice to see, Sappy, as a producer. But in a world oh, where Kurt Angle, Jason, it still looks that way. It still looks that way, but they're keeping him in backstage for now. You know, listen, we've seen Edge come back, we've seen Daniel come back, nothing's impossible. Such talent, Jason Jordan. And so young. That's the part that hurts me. Like him and Paige, they're so young. It's like the beginning of their career when it's flourishing, it just hits them. But yeah, you know, in a world where Jason Jordan and Kurt Angle are father and son, you can't turn down that Adam Cole <laughs> and Michael Cole situation. But no, no relate. But, but Adam Cole's not even really a Cole, for God's sakes. It's not his actual name. So. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the other nail in the coffin to that theory. So we've got about 15 odd minutes left, I believe. Should we touch on uh, double or nothing then? If we didn't, then we are just a WWE podcast. <laughs> That's as real as it gets. Um, Overall, a good show. But good show. Good show. Had it had, had its spots, but. Much like WWE, yes, I'm talking to you, indie fanboys, because your beloved AEW indie indie product, which is, by the way, not an indie product, it's a corporation and a very big one at that, just throwing some shade in your direction, much like its big brother, WWE, guess what? On its pay-per-views, it's equally guilty and capable of being good, bad, and oh, so ugly. So the buy-in between best friends and private party, decent match. Decent match. They they put on. Um, then let's go to the main event. I but oh, main event jump, as in the main show. On, the, right? the main show. When I say main event, I'm saying oh, right, no, right, no, no, right. main show. Sorry, it's like from buy into main. That's what I meant by main event. The pay per view itself. So we start with the casino ladder match. So let's say you get a chip, and I'm like, it was weird because at first I'm picturing the chip, and I'm like, are they really going to have a person with this small chip, like casino actual chip? That's and then I, I see, but no, big. A big chip which looks like a pinata, and I was like, "Is this really what? Is this really what Brian Cage is going to be walking around with?" But again, he doesn't have to cash in, so it's just like, "I got the chip." Okay, cool, well done. You know, so you can't even have cashing in my chip. You've got all these buy-ins and all these fancy casino terms. You, you, you instantly cash in because you've cemented your position. It's, you know, and it's not because like Becky Lynch is pregnant. It's just you won, you cash in instantly. Well done. Okay, fair enough. It's not a briefcase. But it is. <laughs> you know my biggest problem? Yes, and you said I it to me a few it, days ago. Please run with this and deliver. It actually got worse when I actually saw the rules by watching it. Because I saw a part at first and I caught a clip because I had to see this whole Brian Cage because essentially he was the biggest B-Tech version of Brock Lesnar you could ever come with. Taz walked out like... Here you know comes Christ the cage. Here's, here's what makes me laugh. So many reasons. Taz walks out in a way that I don't know if he wanted you to make us believe he was the one competing, but he stepped away way too quick and he wasn't in the right attire for me to believe that. So you have automatically, with the gut as well, Taz, got to say it, emulated Paul Heyman. You've then got this brick house coming out exactly 
<laughs> like Brock Lesnar, and he hits the F10 slash F5000. Whenever never he's moved, so then he's done the Brock Lesnar. He's also come out at, very much as Brock Lesnar did at Money in the Bank when Ali was at the top of the cage. By the way, Darby Allen with the skateboard, OMG. Just had to put that out there. That was OMG. And it was like, dude, what are you doing? But okay, he wrestled a bit more than Brock Lesnar did. But here's my argument. And it ticked me off so much more because I wanted to see the comparison between the two. I, I saw that and I was like, huh? They're, was They're both big guys. One's a talent, no, 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 no. One's, a, one's a big guy. I, no, I was on the verge. I had to see it because I was on the verge of doing a Brock Lesnar cash in for um, winning versus the. It was going to be on the ministry page. And I realized Brian Cage done a bit more. So I didn't do that post. But here's my problem I saw a countdown and this is why he came out at that time. Cool. Then it hit me. You, we have this Raw Rumble-esque law of there's every two minutes a new man enters. It works in a Elimination Chamber match because yes. ultimately the last person survives wins. It works in a Rumble because the last person standing wins. And yes. Brock Lesnar showed it this year that you could be very much like you do on PlayStation for a one man at a minute and just do it. In a match here, I would thought it was everyone has to come in and then the, the chip is available to cash in. No, 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 no. It was automatically there. And what have you done to further piss me off in this logic? You put the tag team in as the first two guys. My logic would have been, had the silver screen dudes been your tag team who were the first called up to AEW for this match, dude, I'll race you to the top. Whoever gets it, gets it. Screw the rest. Screw the rest. Screw the rest. You've got seven other guys which essentially copied WrestleMania 17 and had all these other people's friends come in to extend the nine people into 12 people. Let's just win the freaking match. Yes. Yes. If we win, we then decide we have a title match between us. But no, we will do the honourable thing because SCU are men of honour. And I'm sure they're heels. I I could be wrong. (laughs) I haven't watched enough AEW to know. But we'll do the honourable thing and we'll fight it out for two minutes until somebody else has a chance. Like a title in-house. And do you know what makes it worse? In the promos leading up to this, Christopher Daniels says it doesn't matter which one wins as long as SCU wins. However, they gave everybody else a chance to win, hence the Brian Cage victory. Because if it was me, that match would have been a five-second match. Dude, I've raised you to the top. Every other man who has trained has trained for absolutely nothing because we are not giving you a chance to win. It was ridiculous booking of the highest degree. It was ridiculous booking of the highest degree. Having a countdown in a ladder match makes no sense. You have two men in there instantly. This logic doesn't apply so much if they're not in the same tag team, but they are part of the same tag team. Shit, I remember spots in WCW back in the day. I say this because I've watched it recently, where Big Show literally hands Luger the win and says, take it, you are more likely to be Hoga than I am, take it. And it actually builds character when one man steps aside. So that's better storytelling 101 right there. I appreciate that AEW don't want to do that. That's their business. But the fact of the matter is, is that they've got two members of the same tag team in there. They could have done everything you've just said. No, fine. Even if you don't have the same two members of the tag team in there. Fucking, it makes no sense having a countdown in a ladder match. It's bad booking. Bro, it works. The only is meant to be madness. You put nine men in there to start with. But even if you have a countdown, which I'll work with, let's work with the countdown, then it means the chip's not available to win until everyone's in. No, no, no. You're available to win it straight away. Stop it. Yes. Stop it. Why would my chances be any better when there are nine men there than when it's a one-on-one ladder match? It's stupid. Stupid. Thank you.
So right. I will re I will use the one word which I used on the chat when everyone said to me, "What about the ladder match?" Three letters, meh. <laughs> there were some nice spots. Um, they, they but that's just, just what it felt like. It felt like a fucking spot, spot show fest. reel. It was spot fest. It Orange was... Cassidy. Oh, I refuse to take my hands out my pockets. Wait, that got on my tits by the end of it. Because I loved when he's in one-on-one -on -one action and he refuses to do that and he's just dodging out the way and doing his thing. I think that's genius. Doing that in a ladder match, it's like, oh, I'm going to stand on a ladder and jump. It's like, dude, how old fucking old do you think we are? But how old are you if you don't know how to do these basic stuff? Because my, my soon-to-be-13-year-old nephew knows to climb a ladder, how to set up a ladder. However, here you are, a man who is so lazy, however, is in quite good physical shape. May I just add for his laziness? Funny that, right? <laughs> he should look like Otis, just saying. Yes. <laughs> here we are, and he can't, he's too lazy to set up a ladder. And then it's like the sunglasses fall off, and then he starts moving around quicker than Evan Bourne. I'm like, I don't get it. I get the gimmick, but I don't. Yeah. With you, so... Up next, we had what I think is not only match of the night, but possibly contender for match of the year, MJF and Jungle Boy. This was so far removed from the casino ladder match. This was the opposite of meh. This was another three letters. This was wow. Do you this, know what this was a fucking clinic of the highest degree. This reminded me of my old school days, the stuff that caught me in it. These are the, these are the kind of matches you look at and people go, so is this real? Yeah. You know, it, it, you work on body parts. You 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 ex, you acknowledge the fact that a guy has worked on your body parts. You kick out full finishes. You know, you get to a two and a kick out of every last bit of strength and determination. That is what you need. And they delivered on such a level. This Clinic, was MJF and Jungle Boy trying to do what Undertaker and Shawn Michaels did with those tombstone pile driver kickouts. <sighs> It, I'm not putting it on that pedestal. Don't no, no, get me wrong. No, 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 no. But, but I'm saying this was them trying to do, do that. Do you know what it done to they me? They tried well. Do you know what it done for me? More than anything, right? I've heard MJF without seeing a lot of MJF. You hear the name Jungle Boy, you see Jungle Boy, you just picture a joke. Even before that, excuse me, he was in the ladder match doing this, ladder, this choke slam off of a two-foot ladder and all that crap. He then comes out and shows you, I can perform. Oh, yeah. And, and I think MJF is one thing. Jungle Boy, and I'm not taking anything away from MJF when I say this, but Jungle Boy just said, yeah, this, and this is what I was saying back in the day when I was talking about the TNT title and, uh, you know, like, if these people sign it over, you need that homegrown talent. That is what these guys showed us. Like, well, we are the company's talent. We weren't really seen anywhere else. This is what we can do. And this is what makes you say, you know what? I'll tune in next week. Completely. If it's it means not, I get to see more of these two, absolutely. Yeah. It's not the, oh, the XWE go, oh, I'm seeing Dean Ambrose versus Luke Harper just under different names and going slightly more. It was, this is what this company is about. And I was all over it. Match it. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet body. Fun workouts and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet Body. 
fun workouts, and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. It's not match of the year. I mean, this is bad, but top five contender for, you know, for the year, we're still early in the year. It's definitely a top five match. Easily. It cannot not be a contender for the award. It has to be. It, It was one of the, that is possibly the greatest match I've seen since Velveteen Dream and, um, Alistair Black. It, it, it took me away. It took me away. I was, yeah, I was in. They, I what was a in. match! They, 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 like they just top to bottom, and it, 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 the, the, the body limb, you know, the, the, the limb focusing. That's something that I feel WWE do much too often in their matches. You know, you'll have someone, you know, have, and the, their knee will be slammed um, on the ring pole. You know, and then you've got, and then the, the problem with WWE is that the moment you know that's happening is the guy with the limb injury is clearly now going to win. We're yeah. now going to spend five minutes of this guy hobbling around. The match is going to slow well, down. saying that. It didn't happen on Raw. Mate, one in a million. So you can surprise me. Nine times, 9.9 times out of 10, the fact that you started this by going, yeah, it says it all. It's like the person's going to get a knee injury. We're going to, the match is going to slow down. It's going to become laborious. It'll be the underdog fighting back through injury, getting some sort of, or probably dev- delivering the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up. Um... And, and winning. And do you know what? The surprise roll-up, if done properly, is good. And MJF showed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It that was, was it a was finish. It, it was. It, there's not much. I, I wanted more. I think that was my disappointment. I was like, what? No, I can't finish there. But it, you got it. There's, there's not much and more you could have And the fact that he didn't get up at the end and he was just out laying out on the floor, even with that music, I'm better than you and you know it, still playing and he just couldn't get up just to say, I am spent. I am done. I've given everything, which you've never seen from MJF. Yeah, no, no, I, I, oh, I love the guy. I love the guy. He is he is the closest thing AW have to the Miz, and I actually think on form at the moment he's better than the Miz. Probably, probably. I mean, he's got a better physique. We were just even being weird, physique, but I think he's a better wrestler. performance. Like he's got a few more move sets as well. Like yeah, he's, he's he's also he's, on the mic. He's, he's something else. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, that, that's the biggest compare. You know, I would love to see a throwdown between them two on the mic. More I'd like it. to see a throwdown between him and Jericho. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I but you know, Jericho this. will have him. <laughs> but I, do you know there's a side of me that says yeah, but now he just feels like the he, he especially in this company, he feels like the granddaddy's out slightly out of place. Like he's the, he's the, he's the weird uncle. He's not granddad. He's the weird uncle at the moment to me. I just I don't I can't buy into him like I used to. Man. No, of course not. It does not look like a sex god. The champion looks like a masala god at the moment. <laughs> you saw the picture, by the way, right? I did. <laughs> he's not in bad shape, mate. He's not, Come in bad, on. he's not in bad shape, but look at when you take a left to right, it's it's faded. It is. For anyone wondering, we're just Seth is working on his it dad. Will be coming up. Fine. Exactly. Um, yeah. For anyone wondering, it, it will be on the ministry page after our podcast post. There is a slight change in the <laughs> Rollins look at the moment, but the he's, he's still top. Let's rush through this because yeah. there's three more matches I still want to talk about. Um, we've got to talk about the TNT title. Well, yeah. Called it. I mean, the whole call away was ridiculous. One minute, I mean, first of all, it was so exciting. Mike Tyson was yawning. 
have to I couldn't help but share that. I'm sorry. And it, yeah. what was funny is that we're not talking about, you know, a quick blink and you'll miss it. This had this yawn had some length to it. Yeah, I don't know who is operating the cameras, but they're losing their job. He, he yawned, followed by his hand reaching his mouth. Like it had it had time for us to see it all. It was it was there. Then we had this weird part where Arn Anderson is doing the heel stuff for the face which then leads to both guys getting called out which essentially yes jake the snake was the reason behind it but then it was like tyson says get lost then tyson is now the one interfering in something that's essentially nothing to do with him he's just here to present the title which then leads to cody rhodes winning the tnt title shock horror and as everyone says oh like, i said last week mate i said they could do the brave thing and make lance arch lance archer win or they could bitch out and guess what they did they bitched out but that's the other side to it as well. Okay, it's the, it's the launching of a new title, but did you really need Pyro for the IC title? No. No, you really didn't. It's just um, all these weird The bit. thing that bothered me the most is that Lance Archer, I, I think you've seen this now, he wrecked Cody. Up and wrecked him. Up until the moment that Jake left, and then the commentator dropped that little line, that little nugget of information... Oh, I wonder if Lance Archer's going to be the same without Jake the Snake at ring. Even though up until that point, Jake the Snake had done fuck all and Lance Archer had basically run over Cody like a goddamn bulldozer. But guess what? Now that Jake the Snake's away from the ring, we, we've got to play into the kayfabe story of, oh no, Lance Archer's not as good as he was five minutes ago for no fucking apparent reason. Bro, we had that. And then we had this other thing that essentially, and I, I hate to do the WWE comparison, but for anyone who's not watching it, it helps them as well. Archer was going around like Braun Strowman, untouchable, like you, you know, just the week before or the Wednesday before, Cody's trying everything and the guy's not flinching. Yes. Now he's hitting the floor and stuff. And I'm like, well, which one is it? Are you indestructible or not? And it's the same guy. It's not that you've gone and got Brian Cage to be the guy to drop him. No. And enough people have kicked out of the crossroads in recent weeks. Multiple crossroads, bare people have kicked out. So that's another thing AW needs to be careful of how you're selling your finishes. I hate you. There's, there's a fine way of ki- d- delivering a kick out of a finish, you know, and I get, it yeah, you know, I, I get it. I get it that he hit two crossroads one after the other, but it was just, it felt weak. And there's that part again, and I, I can't help because of the time, I'm going to just do it quickly. Tyson just doesn't, Tyson from the Tyson that was brought in at WrestleMania 14, no. just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't gel. It doesn't sell. It's your name. Me. A name yeah. above everything. But the thing is, is that you look at him in WWF when he did, he looked intimidating. Now he just looks like he's having a good time and laughing and joking. Like it, it's like where's the intimidation? Like he's in the hangover. Yeah, it's like, dude, you're he not. Can, you're he not can knock you out. <laughs> I believe he'll retain that ability forever, but he's not what he was. By the way, I just want to say, called it. They used the old WWE storyline with Jericho and Tyson, which could, some, some believe is going to lead to a match. I don't. If anything, it might be. They might do the. He's stable versus the inner circle stable or some crap like that. I don't see him getting in a wrestling ring. And to be fair, as of today, the impact that they wanted, I don't think he's getting there. Because when I typed in Mike Tyson, they're talking more about Tyson Fury, Mike Tyson, than they are already think he's done with Jericho. So I think for all the attraction AEW were looking for, people still don't give a shit. Not being bad, but just being real. And the biggest highlight people have of Mike Tyson at AEW was he was yawning. And I think that's what really killed AEW. For that star attraction they were trying to do. Mm. That's then again, you say that, and AEW's ratings this last week on Wednesday for Dynamite were higher than they've been in months. So were NXTs, to be fair, but I mean, everyone's ratings were up this week, which is nice. But I believe part of that was down to double or nothing. Just before we get on to um, 
the, the last two matches. Do you remember I told you off mic a few days ago, Chris Statlander's finish? Please tell me you saw that. <laughs> I did. I did. Do you know what I mean? She's in the stance, then she's posing, then she's gone back Thank to the stance. What right. the fuck was that? Right. Right. You see what I mean, yeah? I'm crying. I'm happy. I'm angry. I'm in your face. Like, what are you doing? So can I, yeah, just, just for a bit of continuity as well. Our predictions were a bit off. Some bits we did call, some bits we didn't. I suppose sure. we... As with yeah, any paper. Yeah, I know, I know. But for people saying that, yeah, we were a bit off. Hands up. Yeah. <laughs> we acknowledge. Congratulations Has to you. anyone ever perfectly called a pay-per-view? No, no, you, but... I'm you just... have. You're the guy who gets Kofi Mania and the Iconics winning. So, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, yeah. I did call the Iconics winning. So, fuck all of you. Fair enough. <laughs> You were there. You were present. Yeah, I was. I was indeed. I was indeed. That was a iconic moment. Yeah, it was. Quickly, we don't have much to talk about on this match, other than the fact that with Brody Lee and John Moxley, the one thing we were worried about was how were they going to? We both thought Moxley was going to win, I believe. Yeah. Um, and if not, fine. But at the, I remember thinking John Moxley was going to win. But the big question was. How are you going to do this without burying Brody Lee when he's so fresh? And to their credit, I actually think they did it well. They did. Do you know what bugged me with... And I'm going to just touch on the whole pay-per-view because once you're in the stadium, it changes. The usage of all these casino chips and all the props. And they... So I mean, much. it was bad in the ladder match. It was worse in the title match. It really was. It was... But they they done a good... Uh, the, the finish with the... Um, I'm going to call it Dirty Deeds because I don't know what the fuck he calls it in AEW. But into the ground was a good sell which helped push Brody Lee so he still got up and took a different day in the ring so it was like yeah and then that first. didn't finish him either he had to be <clears throat> choked out yeah yeah How, they, they, if you if you can't fucking get the one two three choke the bastard out but this was my question though can you win by an act I mean that was a direct choke like I remember if you go back to like Wrestlemania 2000 Kurt Angle from the transmission was like hey he didn't make me submit he choked me he choked, he choked, me. Me. He choked me that looked a bit I was like, is that victory or was that a DQ? <laughs> For me, it's a victory. I think that that whole thing, you're not allowed to choke in wrestling, is, is wank. A sleeper is a choke. A transmission is a choke. You can call it whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. It's like but... if you go into the UFC, all the jujitsu guys, all the submission guys, they've, there's this famous, famous catchphrase in the UFC if you're a if you're, um, submission artist. Tap, snap, or nap. I get you. And I'm down Listen, with that. You are, if, if you're being choked out, you may tap. You have the option to tap. If you do not, your ass is going to sleep. What was missing though was the ref, like the old hand raised to be like, yeah, he can't go anymore. It was just like, look, done, okay. But apart from that, it was it was a solid. Match. I like they put in. They put in. They put in. They, they, it was good. it was good. It was good. It was them saying we're not in the IC title match anymore. We're in the main event, which obviously. Moxley Ambrose was not so much for Brody Lee when he yeah. was Luke Harper, but no, they put on. They put on. It was a good. No, one. they did. They put right. On. And now let's finish this off rather quickly with the, <laughs> the the madness that was the stadium stampede match, but in a ring. <laughs> so you put a ring there, which wasn't really used, which I thought was ridiculous. Yes. Um, it was a three on four because I, I don't know what the four on whole, five even. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the whole Hangman Page and Omega storyline is. No, but it was funny. I've just got a guy playing Red Dead Redemption. I wanted to call him Arthur because he was just riding. When he came out, 
I had that Cyrus song playing in my head. Yeah, I'm going to take my horse to the old town road. I was like, yes, man. But it wasn't even like a knight in shining armor moment because he just no, came. Even, just it was get... just funny. I was just like, what am I? You see, this is where I get a bit pissed off with, dare I call it, because it wasn't so much cinematic as the others, but these cinematic matches. And I was like, okay. And then I'm just seeing a guy just ride around like, what are you doing? Like, Are you, are you fighting or are you not? And then... So that bugged me. Um, I'm just going to touch on the ones that stick in my head. If there's anything in between, feel free to cut me. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had the end-to-end Northern Light Suplex. What the fuck was that? What the hell am I watching? It was funny. I think if we went midway, I was okay. But we went the whole way, and I was like, really? Hail Mary. Because <laughs> I mean, at first I thought, okay, he's paying tribute to Eddie. No, no, no. I mean, to be fair, it will never be quoted again. Like, you have gone end to end. I got that. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, was, I was there. Matt Hardy essentially put a guy in a freezer and locked him away. And I was like, what am I watching? Um, Matt Hardy was repeatedly drowned. This is my problem. You've honoured Hannah Kimura. You've honoured Chad Gaspar. You have, I loved it because even um, Dynamite have done it that you're going to get the multiple faces of Hardy. I love it because that's what Matt's about. What have you done to piss me off? You keep pushing the head in, and I was a bit like, oh, okay, because I've been and reviving, drowning and reviving. I, I kind of got it. We got the Lake of Reincarnation, all of that I worked with. You said he's drowned, that's it, he's dead. And yeah, I was like, guys. Should have done that. Even, even if it was pre recorded. All we had to do was that bit and then walk it away, followed by a Matt resurgence. It was bad to Shad, but we would have got it because of the gimmick that you were doing. But you said he's dead. And I was like, guys, yeah, yeah, you really went there? You really went there? That hurt me. I was just like, I think partially because it's mentioned, but it. And then I don't know. Again, I'm just looking at Jericho. He was irrelevant in the match to me. Completely. Completely so irrelevant. He, I, I don't actually remember a single spot with Jericho being memorable. Um, the parts that stuck out to me were the fucking horse chasing Sammy Guevara. He was like, think of other ways we can kill Sammy this week. Um, Hangman Page being in a bar. I was like, why? I get it. He was I get it. It's like, yeah, he's a cowboy hardy fucking har har partners. It's like, yeah, but there's a match going on. Well, that's dumb. Um, D, I did say last week, all I need is Kenny Omega doing a moonsault from the top of the goalposts. It wasn't Kenny, but I got a moonsault from the top of the goalposts. We that got that, happy. and Kenny did deliver. Kenny and did deliver with the, 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 yeah, the one-winged angel. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the one-winged angel. Wow. But do you know what's hit me? And I don't want to go back to WWE, but Sammy Guevara and Elias are the most two invincible men walking. Because now Elias has just been fucking run over after being dropped from somewhere. Every time Elias is meant to die, he comes back. And now Sammy Guevara, poor kid. Well, that's there's a, there's a few invincibles at the moment. You've also got uh, AJ, who's been buried. You've also got Alistair and Rey Mysterio, who have been thrown off a building. Um, there's a number of them. There is a stable in the works now. <laughs> the invincibles. <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah. But no, this, this but yeah. match had a bit of everything. Literally good, bad, and ugly. There were parts that made me laugh. There were parts that made me go, you shouldn't have done that. There were parts that made me go... Why are you doing that? There were parts that made me go, Jesus, that was amazing. There were parts that made me go, shouldn't have done that again. And then the ending made me go, wow. I just all in all, I was entertained by this by this pay per view. I can't lie. But the match that just 
that MJF match. Jer- Jericho, Jericho going back saying it was a two count. I think that was his only memorable part yeah. when they had to go into the into the replay zone with the ref. Yeah. But again, there was all the stadium talk. I think the arena, corporate ladder is one thing, and you had two teams. With this match, there was too much space, I think. Mm-hmm. It was too much space, and that caused a bit of an issue. It was like, we need to go everywhere. And then it was like, I actually thought, they they done one bit, and I thought they could have played on it more. Jack, Jake Hager and Hangman should have had a drinking match, and that should have been the way Hager went out. He should have just passed out from alcohol. I think that, that would have been better. The other thing I think where they missed the trick is that you're doing cinematic matches. You've got a motherfucker called Damascus who can teleport. Get him jumping around the stadium a bit. Oh, yeah. I, I, I kind of wanted You're that. bringing horses into the play here. You're making him drown and reappear as the different faces. Like, have some fun here. Yeah, he could, he could have helped each person. And then we saw the evolution. What was it from Vanguard to Neo? And I was like, here we go. And I don't get it. I get it. He's just got a floating drone. The drone's not shooting anyone. The drone's... I, I don't know. Maybe the drone has given someone a quote-unquote spear. I haven't watched enough of Impact or AEW to really care about Vanguard. I, honestly, I don't get it. I, I'm just seeing a camera, which, again, would have been cool if you had Neo or the resurgence of Vanguard showing where someone's hiding and Matt teleporting to there. Now you're giving me something. But it was like, oh, it's there. And this whole delete thing, as fun as it is, sometimes it's like, Matt, just ease up. Like, everyone's posing off at the end. You've got this guy who's the grey beard and everything. You're just too Wrestling old. Wrestling doesn't do easing up. You've got delete. You've got, oh, yeah. We don't do easing up. That segment with Otis and Mandy was bullshit. Bullshit. We don't have the time to talk about it. but It don't, but it missed the point of the storyline. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't be about Mandy looking at Otis as, oh, I do actually find you sexy. It's like, no, no, no. You like the guy because he's got a heart of gold. That's that's the attraction. But yeah. even, anyway, if, even if she sees it, you know, but it was a no. You still have to go back to the fat jokes, water bombs. But hey, you know what, babe? I was having an awesome dream. And how is it that we saw their holiday, but we can get into her dreams? That's quite meta for something that's meant to be realistic. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> no, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, point. Mate, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Yeah. we got to wrap. Guys, it's been fun. It's been mad. It's been a busy week of wrestling. Busy 24 hours for me. <laughs> Please. At Ministry of Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook is really the winner for us at the moment. Oh, the Ministry, yeah, fun. hell yeah. We're getting yeah. good engagement on there. Yeah. Um, but Instagram, Twitter, MOW News, www.silverscreendudes.com is also another place where you can catch everything about us individually and collectively. Um Keep going, dude, with the Empire countdown. We're at 59 now. This guy's kicking ass on that. 58. 58. Well, yeah, the last video I saw was 59. <laughs> but keep going. There is so much entertainment from us. And there will be more to come, provided times and whatever, the way the life goes. But we thank you until the next week. I am the one AJ Anthony Jordan. I am too sweet. Double V, the Viceroy of similitude. Me too, Nico Luro. See ya. See ya. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet body, fun workouts, and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.